Welcome to BCC in 3 Talk, your decentralized hub for all things Web3. From blockchains to cryptocurrencies to NFTs, we airdrop knowledge and analysis from industry insiders, journalists, and founders. I'm your host, Jason Rowlett, a writer and editor at BCCN3.com. Now, let's get on with today's show. Hey, Token fans, Jason Rowlett here, BCCN3 Talk. I am pleased to have on the podcast this episode Mr. Jack Gia. He is the head of GateFi at Unlimit, and we are glad to have him here. We interviewed uh, the CMO at Unlimit, Nadia Ivanova, back at Bitcoin Amsterdam, which you can hear uh, on the podcast Jack, thank you so much for uh, being on with us. We appreciate uh, your time with us today. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit about your role and kind of what GateFi is uh, at Unlimit? Yeah, so GateFi by Unlimit is kind of this new crypto division of a payment company, right? Unlimit is a payment company. It's been around for 13 years, 500 employees, 16 offices worldwide. Uh, and in that 13 years, they've built up a lot of payment infrastructure, you know, in different countries in Mexico and Brazil and Europe and Hong Kong and Singapore and a lot, a lot of different countries, payment infrastructure for regular traditional payments in terms of, you know, card acceptance or bank transfers or, you know, cash payments. If you're 14 years old and you, you know, don't have a bank account or a card, but you want to play a game, you go to 7-Eleven or Walmart or OXO and you can pay 5 to $10 to buy your game packets online, right? So, so on top of this kind of payment stack, we are now basically launching this crypto division to build out fiat to crypto on and off ramping. And I'm basically head of crypto or head of GateFi, right? We have, you know, kind of payments, banking and crypto, and that's what GateFi is. It's uh, kind of this new crypto uh, infrastructure that we will be building at Element. Excellent. Um, yeah, the, the payment system uh, that you guys have at Unlimit, I know on your on your website and, and in our, our talks with uh, Nadia, that, you know, you're, you're really looking forward to a lot of uh, more futuristic things, kind of, I don't know, metaverse and, you know, even space travel, and all mm-hmm. kinds of digital uh, sorts of uh, new, th- new services and products that will be available in the next... Uh, few or several years is is that kind of uh can you tell us a little bit about your roadmap going forward as far as the transactions with those products and services yeah yeah for sure so i think you know element as a payment company is very forward thinking in terms of the different uh changes in the market that requires us to also adapt to that and kind of offer new payment methods and follow the trends of how users pay right and one of those trends, obviously, is crypto, because, you know, in, in this kind of movement from Web 2 to Web 3, uh, you have this new technology that is blockchain that are different public blockchain networks, such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Solana, and Near and Avalanche, and all these different uh, blockchain networks, right, which you can roughly think of that as not all that different than traditional payment networks like Visa or Master or JCB or UnionPay, because they actually have way more in common than they are different, right? Because, you know, obviously one has this kind of more open source, uh, you know, node infrastructure where there's many nodes around the world that arrives at the consensus of what enters this network, 
But you know, Visa is more centralized. Obviously, you know, you can think of them as running kind of one centralized node, and the consensus is provided by Visa itself. But at the end of the day, they they both serve the same function of storing and transferring value, right? They're just using different underlying technology. So, just like how Web One was still very much incorporated as part of Web Two. You know, Web three is also going to incorporate Web two as well, right? So, so in that kind of transition to this new world from Web two to Web three, I like to think of Element as almost like a Web two point five company uh, that kind of securely bridges between traditional payment networks and public blockchain networks. So a lot of the things we're building right now uh, just has to do with helping end users very simply to move value from fiat. To crypto, right? From Web two to Web three, from traditional payment networks like banks, like cards,、uh, to a blockchain wallet, right? Yeah, yeah. Trying to、uh, streamline that process, it really is、uh, kind of it. It is clunky right now as far as、uh, kind of using wallets and using hard wallets, and、uh, for the general public to to adapt、uh, that in the marketplace, there is a there is a learning curve, and there is a, Some barriers there, so it's great that、uh, you guys are doing that.、Um, can you tell us a little bit about your community and kind of、um, who your market is and、uh, where you're, what what industries or sectors that you're、uh, growing in、uh, the most? Yeah. yeah. So specifically for GateFi, because we're building a Web3 onboarding tool to move value from your bank to your crypto wallet, right? From fiat to crypto, we are basically targeting the entire crypto native space. Right, and there, and roughly, you can, there's different ways of looking at it, right? But、uh, roughly speaking, you have a lot of decentralized applications built on top of different blockchain networks. So within the Ethereum ecosystem, you have different DApps, right? Decentralized applications that are basically smart contracts,、uh, which are basically vending machines where you deposit something, you get something else back, right? So, so these different、uh, decentralized applications. They themselves have been adopting better UI/UX in terms of what users are used to for, you know, Web two UI/UX interfaces. You know, with some kind of login account creation versus, you know, topping up some money so that they can, you know, do something with the with their money, right?、Uh, so in the same way, I think、uh, for us, you know, we're focused on building these kind of Web three onboarding tools. Uh, to help users with fiat crypto, uh, uh, so but once again that can be very general. What does that mean? Web three onboarding. Well, what what are people? Why are people using、uh, crypto to begin with? Right. Obviously, the number one use case is speculation, which we see. You know, this whole FTX Binance business with centralized exchanges, perhaps, you know, not being regulated、um, transparently enough、uh, for users to trust their funds. Right. So that's roughly CFI. And then on the other hand, you have DeFi, which is decentralized finance, where you hold your own keys in your own wallets with your own operational security, and how you can directly access、uh, kind of the same functionality in terms of trading or swapping or lending and borrowing or other kind of TradFi, CFi、uh, functionalities, but purely on top of blockchain using smart contracts. Holding your own keys to interact with those smart contracts to perform that same function that TradFi will offer. So we're, we're definitely at this kind of、um, split in the road right now, where CFi will become heavily regulated,、uh, and DeFi 
you know, needs to improve the Web3 onboarding experience so that users can secure their own keys to use decentralized finance, right? And that's one vertical is kind of DeFi onboarding, Web3 onboarding, but also you have GameFi because of the rise of Axie Infinity and Sandbox and the metaverse and, uh, you know, play to earn games where users want to play games. Well, as I mentioned at first, for that 14 year old kid that plays the games, uh, if he doesn't have a bank account or a card, uh, he can still top up with a cash payment method, right? And this is why payment infrastructure is so important, right? There's so many different Web2 industries. I think payments is one of the deepest penetrated Web2 industries that's becoming blockchainified, right? Uh, you know, if, if, if some of the social brands like, you know, Ralph Lauren or Nike or Adidas are doing NFT airdrops, you can think of that as some kind of penetration into that, you know, space for tier one, web two enterprises. But for payments, there's a, there's a natural understanding by payment and banking companies that, hey, this is a new technology that we can no longer ignore, right? You know, in 2015 was the year of blockchain, not Bitcoin. They thought that they can take the same technology and create their own private networks around it. Obviously, that didn't work, right? Because blockchain, uh, by definition, is kind of more open source and more public is a public good. It's something that is, you know, not owned by anyone, but it's owned by everyone. So in, in that world of um, the dichotomy between CeFi and DeFi or, you know, GameFi that is starting to rise, right? The, who we're going after is basically we want to just, we want to help the entire crypto ecosystem to improve Web3 onboarding for end users so that they can you know, have easy access to these secure wallets uh, and be able to, you know, control their own finance and th their own online experiences with games. Yeah. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, with those blockchains uh, earlier, you mentioned uh, Avalanche. Are there other uh, blockchains that you are uh, currently working with or, or partnering with uh, that are yeah. helping expand? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's definitely uh, a lot of kind of blockchain networks nowadays, uh, a lot of, you know, what we call in the industry layer ones, right? Or even layer twos, because you, you have Bitcoin and Ethereum and Solana and Near and Avalanche, Polygon, obviously, right? There's also the whole Cosmos parachain ecosystem. Sorry, there's the whole Polkadot, <laughs> there's the whole Polkadot parachain ecosystem and the whole kind of Cosmos SDK ecosystem. Uh, and you have new teams like Aptos with this new move language uh, that perhaps is more secure or better developer experience um, than, than you know ethereum and solidity but out of out of all these you know we're we're definitely here to, we're, we're pretty agnostic when it comes to this you know because because it's really up to the user right it's like where where is the user going which network are they pointing to which game or which DeFi protocol are they using on which blockchain network and also there's so many different cross-chain bridges uh, that are being built up nowadays as well that makes it easier to move the same value, the same token from one chain to another. So, so in this kind of ever-expanding world, um, you know, we, we are agnostic and we want to be able to support every ecosystem uh, and, and, you know, help with Web3 onboarding in general to different blockchain networks. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, as far as uh, kind of the the 
industries and the marketplaces that, that you're seeing um, your, your product being used within, obviously with cryptocurrency, but um, are you seeing it more, like you said, in, in the metaverse or GameFi? Are you seeing expansion in those areas as far as yeah. where your product is being used? I think I think there's a couple of ways of looking at this, right? Uh, because you know, DeFi has been around a little bit longer than GameFi, and you know, DeFi summer was 2020, and arguably, in the NFT and, and the GameFi summer was 2021, right? With Axie, you know, blowing up last year. Um, but now we're kind of in a bear market, right? Obviously, this whole FTX business has caused structural uh, market structure issues. Uh, and, and, and so, so one way of looking at it is, oh, everything has come down, you know, trade volume, right, transaction activity, user engagement, or, you know, daily active users, right, and, and all this information is actually available on the blockchain, you can see how many wallets are interacting with how many smart contracts, how frequently, how often, what, at what value. So, you know, roughly speaking, the whole market has definitely come down. Um, and so that's one way of looking at it. Well, it's like no one's doing well because, you know, DeFi or crypto in general is facing regulatory scrutiny. It doesn't help when like, the biggest exchange in the world explodes in one week uh, that will draw, you know, Consumer Protection Bureau's attention uh, and, and different, you know, regulatory bodies from different jurisdictions that will look at this, you know, namely the U.S., obviously the one with the big stick and enforceability on, on those regulations. Uh, so, you know, that's DeFi. And the same thing with GameFi, right? It's like, well, you know, I think like an article came out a couple of weeks ago that said that there's only 30 active users on um, on the central land or something like that. And it's like a billion dollar protocol that nobody uses it. You know, and, and you see that even in the Web2 space with Meta, right? Like how Facebook just laid off 11,000 employees because the whole Meta initiative uh, wasn't all that successful so far, right? That's one way of looking at it. Another way is to say, hey, you know, there's definitely more maturity in the markets. Yes, we're in a bear market, but if you zoom out over like a 13 year old, 13 year period, uh, there's more builders in the space. There's more money in the space backing those builders. There are teams that have already found product market fit. They are building great enterprise uh, grade tools, right? They're building great enterprise level tools, you know, things that didn't exist in 2015, 2017, that makes it easier for developers to get into the space and just use a third-party provider, you know, for payments or embedded wallets or, you know, analytics or accounting or other, you know, smart contract uh, security tools. There's so many good tools nowadays, you know, backed by uh, VCs and, and self-funded uh, that allows um, different teams to blossom, right? And, and so I, I definitely see... Uh, the builders don't really care about whatever market structure issues that are happening because they've already, uh, they already have a conviction behind their vision of what they're building and they're going to just continue on building. Right. So, you know, generally speaking in the DeFi space, uh, there's a lot more DeFi protocols, DeFi 2.0, right? Not the whole algo coin stuff with like 3AC and Luna, but a true DeFi 2.0 in terms of like, recursive trading and different type of levers, stuff that you can do that's more complex in the world of TraFi that you can replicate more transparently on the blockchain through DeFi. So there's a lot of projects like that. And then same thing in the GameFi space where uh, there's definitely, you know, a 
a good amount of games out there that people are building right now. Uh, you know, with either play to earn model or other models, right? very submersive metaverse type of stuff that, um, yeah, I, I just think we're at an inflection point right now where, you know, it's not any time to give in to the fear and uncertainty, but to power through and build through it. Yeah, definitely, uh, probably a, a, a time to maybe not launch the next product, but to certainly hunker down and, and uh, work on what you have power through this uh, bear market. <laughs> tough as it is that's uh that's that's an excellent service um as far as uh where we can find you online um where can we uh you want to you want to give out your uh, twitter let our listeners know where they can uh, follow you or find you yeah yeah my my personal twitter is d monopolize so like monopoly monopolize with a z but de monopolize uh and then the company is gatesfi Right, G A T E F I. So you can go to gayfight.com. Uh, you know, we, we, as I mentioned, the mothership company has been around for 13 years, building a lot of payment infrastructure on top of which we're building this fiat crypto on ramp. So, you know, we're here to build with the builders, right? And I definitely want to create something that's, you know, standard and off the shelf, and cookie cut and ready to use, uh, you know, just sign up and get your API keys. But also on the other hand, we want to build something that can be more customizable and bespoke uh, and fitted for the special need of that particular team. So I want, and I, I personally want to find a good balance in this. You know, I've been in this space for nine years and I'm just here to uh, oversee like a correct path being taken even by the entire ecosystem as far as the subsector that is fiat on ramps, right? Like, like. Every team on the fiat on-ramp space owes it to the community to build a good UI UX that onboards the next generation. And, and you're not going to be able to do it as one team, whether it's GayFi or other uh, on-ramps in the space, because nobody's going to be able to scale up to onboard all 7 billion people, right? So we, it's really a collaborative, you know, in, in the kind of web tutor world where the VCs tell every team to go and compete and you know, here with Web3, it's not really competition. It's more about collaboration. It's an open source public good community, right? So it's really important that we all collaborate and think about payment standards, standardizing different parameters that makes it easier for us to collaborate. Uh, and, and ultimately with the goal of improving UI UX to onboard the world onto Web3. So find me at gatefi.com. Yeah. Gatefi.com. Excellent. Yeah, I love how you uh, emphasize the community first there. Uh, that's so crucial to uh, so much of Web3. They they uh, they want to be engaged in the community first before they want to be sold to. And uh, that's, you know, I think uh, another kind of difference between Web3 and Web2. Uh, yeah. The marketing structure is completely different, and it's much better for everyone. Thank you, Jack. Uh, we will put your... Uh, socials and your links in our show notes uh we want to thank you so much for your time and uh speaking with us today yeah thanks so much jason all right token fans we will see you on the next episode here on bcc in three talk let's go that's it for this episode thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe and leave a review Follow us on Twitter at bccn3 underscore media and subscribe to our newsletter at bccn3.com. From our website, you can also join in the conversation 
in our Discord channel and Reddit page. And we will see you here next time on BCC in 3 Talk.